This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Now here you're going to have to make up your mind. Uh, I mean, you really are going to have to make up your mind. Uh, because wherever you're at, that's what you're going to be. Okay, You're not going to rise above the people that you're following or the people that you're with. You're going to be like them. So if they settle for less, you're going to have to settle for less too. I'd encourage you to get to with people that are believing for more. That are actively pursuing more. And now, I'll tell you, you know, uh, uh, counterculture, you know, popular culture today, even in Christianity, um, is... Is that to a large degree we have a form, but we deny the power. God's a supernatural God. Yes, he is. It's just supernatural. All right? That means his, his power supersedes natural things. You're, as a Christian, you're not a natural person. To live like a natural person will always be less than God created you to be. When I say a natural person, I'm not talking about being weird, but I'm talking about that, you know, I mean, we just, we fit the mold of how the world sees us and tells us who we are and what we can be. Well, the world, you know, it, 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 the Bible says a natural mind, intellect and reasoning is an enemy against God. And the thing that it was, the problem they had with Jesus, and still do with Jesus, is he just operated outside of the natural box. They're perfectly willing, you know, to have a man with a withered hand, to have a lady bent over for 18 years, who the Lord said was oppressed by the devil, perfectly willing to let... To, to just let crooked people be crooked, demon people be demonized. And when Jesus came in, that all changed. Because there was a, there was, God was present in him. The Bible says with him. God was with him and he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil because God was with him. All of a sudden, God showed up and he said, this ain't right. We're going to fix this. We're not going to have this. And even, I mean, the people there didn't recognize him, but the devil recognized him. We know who you are. I mean, my goodness. You know. So anyway, the gifts of the Spirit are given to the church. The Bible says when Jesus rose from the dead, he that rose from the dead, was he that ascended was first him that descended. Are you listening? And then he ascended to heaven. And it says, and he gave gifts unto men. Part of the gifts, the first uh, gifting was the gift, the greatest gift of all, the Spirit of God. Which is, is just a token, the Bible says, 
of the things that are to come. That we'll get everything that God promised us. You know, I'm not ashamed to know the Holy Spirit's hovering over you right now. Now, how do I know that? Well, because you're sitting in the chair that's been prayed over all week long. You're, this isn't happenstance. This isn't something that, you know, we just decided to throw together and put on a good show. Hope you like it. We're here for the purpose and the plans of God to be executed by the Spirit of God. The Bible says that, a, that the prayers of a righteous man or woman, now listen, and it calls these prayers white, hot, fervent, heartfelt prayers. It says, makes mighty power available. Whose power? God's mighty power available. Are you listening? Oh, uh, so that God can work. He makes it available. Amen. By the Spirit of God. And when the Word of God, uh, when we seek God for His words, we should expect that those words are going to be confirmed with closely accompanying signs. Miracle attesting signs of the word that's being preached by the works that are being done. Yet we just expect to hear something. Anything. Lord, tell me how I can just make it through. Well, let's get through being through. Amen. Now, I heard the word of the Lord. Uh, I don't know about you, but I've decided, you know... Uh, I've decided more, not less. Now, I can only decide for me, uh, you know, but I can't stay here. Mm -mm. I am in a struggle. Are you listening? And I am being led into victory. And I am being caused to triumph. Over a spirit of religion. Amen. I'm sent here to deal the death blow. Destruction of all the works of the devil. I'm anointed to do that. Amen. Are you listening? As long as I do that, God's happy. Now, it's, and I heard this. And the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We can expect supernatural help to be helped of God. When you do what's required, you will receive the reward. Amen. It's just that simple. Amen. Amen. Now, you know, you've you got to decide and settle it for yourself what kind of a Christian you're going to be. Because now, listen, the woods are full of mediocrity. Full of folks that just hear a thing and hear it again and hear another thing. And they listen, you know, and, and listen and listen, uh, you know, pretending to be taught. But never come to the knowledge of the truth. You see, you got to do something with what you have heard. Act on it by faith and, and take it as the truth that God's telling you truth. And just act like it's true. Amen. Well, you know, the Bible says that we can pray and that we are to covet. This is a most powerful word. One place it says thou shalt not cover it. And it tells you what not to cover it. Everything that your neighbors. But in the, uh, in the New Testament he said covet the gifts of the Holy Spirit. 
the supernatural supplyings and operations and administrations that the Spirit of God gives, makes available. Where's that power made available? When we pray. Amen. You as a believer should have prayed all week long. You can't wait to come to church and set your believing self in a place. Are you listening? And emanate a spirit of faith. And are you listening? And come into agreement that whoever comes into this place, miracles are made available to them. They run right slap into, I come, I pursue the presence of God. I practice the presence of God in my own personal life so that when I publicly come together, There he is in the midst of us because we're in agreement for one thing, that Jesus will be manifested and thereby destroy the works of the devil. And now listen, for the world seeing is believing. Jesus said, "That's that's how he did it. That's how he still does it. Amen. Now, but that, but now that requires something of us. See? And I'm not here to cater to a comfortable, convenient Christianity that is purposeless, stumbles at the least little bit of opposition or resistance. Matter of fact, comes in arms crossed, comes in jaw set, comes in already high-minded mischief. You say one thing to me, I'm going to go somewhere else and take my $2 with me. Love you. Don't let me stop you from following what you deem to be better for your life. I love you. Amen. But thank you for making room for a better one. Amen. Because we're, we are on an assignment. We have been co-missioned. Are you listening? And I'm going to tell you what now. Uh, the time of that is here and now. It's, uh, it, there's no more putting off the God who is to a God who shall be someday. The day is here. We're in a new now with God. Now, uh, so I heard this in my spirit as Pastor Cindy. You, you do realize that when these things under the anointing of God, and in particular, like I said, she operates in the realm of miracles. She operates in the gift of miracles. And, I mean, a miracle being, a, you know, a divine intervention that moment in your life. I mean, all, you know, God just is there. Boom. And whatever he says, that's it if it's believed and received. Amen. Now, I heard this while, uh, um, I heard this while uh, uh, she was speaking. The Bible says, be, it, it, it says, be careful that there's not some root of bitterness are you listening that uh that will crop up the bible says this in doubt that, that's how it shows itself everything that said doubt steals uh are you listening uh, and there are many ways where 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 bitterness can take root in our life maybe we've been disappointed with god we've been disappointed with ourselves disappointed with church disappointed with life we believe God God didn't do it how we thought he should do it when he showed thought he should do it you know uh, we thought you know Christians were better than that my 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 on and on and on however 
you know. And I'm going to tell you what now, some things in life are hard. There's some hard things. You know, I, I, we, we went to these graduations and I thought, bless their, you know, their darling uh, uh, hearts. The reality of it is, is that, you know, honestly, the reality of it is, is, is that uh, most are in, in, you know, life is something. <laughs> life is really something. It, it you know, it... <clears throat> There's some hard places. There's some hard things uh, in life. And and it can result in uh, that, uh, that supposed realities, okay, real life and the realities uh, of this life, um, you know, they, it, it, it casts a shadow and it casts a doubt uh, on hopes, on dreams, uh, on what we just have perceived how life should be versus how life has turned out to be. And... You know, there are some things even right now while I'm uh, talking, if, if you would be honest and the Holy Spirit is, is, is working right now in your lives, that you're bitter about. That that was a bitter pill to swallow. That, that when you think uh, about that, it, it really is beyond hurt. It, it, there's an anger there. A resentment. A root of bitterness. Now listen, the fruit of that though is we begin to doubt God. The goodness of God. The good future that he has because of the resentment and the bitterness of the past. I'm telling you. I'm telling you today. Are you listening? See, there, we plan everything out. But when I heard that word, that the Lord says... Uh, and he told me first, said the Holy, he said, the Holy Ghost, tell them the Holy Spirit's hovering over them today. Now, what's he waiting for? The word. And God just released that word to me. And I'm going to run with that because that's what God wants to do. See, because the struggle, you know, in our uh, lives many times, you know, uh, what we're what we're stumbling over ought to be the stepping stone, but it becomes a stumbling block. Listen now, because of doubt. Hmm? The real struggle is God's still saying what he's always said. And, and matter of fact, trying to encourage. God always encourages, isn't that right? But you know, you can get so uh, uh, disheartened, so weary, worn down, um, and, and, and there be such a bitterness in our uh, spirit because we thought it would have been different. I would have thought by now. I'll go over here. Anybody in this? You know. And, and, and the accusing voice, you know, raises doubts. And the doubts cause us to be double-minded. 
Our heart wants to believe, but our mind is going this way one night, that way another. The circumstantial evidence is surmounting against God, against that it will ever happen, that it'll ever be, ever do, ever have, you know. And uh, and it's the path of least resistance uh, is uh, that there's bitterness there. How we know the bitterness is there is the fruit of the root, which is, is you just, I mean, doubting. Struggling horribly with doubt. Want to believe, can't believe. Come on now. Want to believe, cannot believe. Now, The wonderful news about Jesus was announced before, uh, with, not before, but with his uh, uh, announcement and unveiling and revealing to the world with John the Baptist. And John, and Jesus said about John the Baptist, he said, now, he said, there hasn't been a greater prophet of all of them than that one right there. Now, why? Because he was, he was sent before Jesus uh, bef- before uh, the revelation of, of, of Jesus, Messiah, and uh, to prepare a people. And he said this about Jesus. He said, now, he said, one is coming after me. And he said, and I'm not worthy even to tie his shoes, but here's the thing. He said, and he will lay the axe to the root of the tree. Amen. He sure will. He can cut that thing off. And you know the thing about the, the uh, cutting off the root, after a while the fruit just dries up and goes away. Supernatural thing. If you get the root of bitterness, then the fruit of doubt, you'll be troubled no more. Are you listening? Now not that that uh, ever what space it was in and and ever how much territory it had taken over, uh, it, it, it doesn't mean that automatically something brand new is going to grow there. It just means that you need to get freed up. Uh, we need to get that out so God can get the new in. God can get the new in. Some of this stuff probably runs way back. I, I hear the Lord say, yes, it does. Runs way back into childhoods. Goes way back into your early experiences where, you know, uh, uh, the, the world's voice will always, oh, you can't do that. You can't be that. Get for real. Now, you know, and then life reinforces that. Uh, there are other voices. You know, the Bible says many voices in the world, none without significance. Some of them. Uh, you know, have faces. Some of them are places, uh, circumstances, situations. Certainly, all uh, of the uh, all of the uh, that which is levied against you has a root in the devil. Are you listening? Uh, uh, but the answer is, uh, it's always within the will. David said, I will trust God. 
Amen. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. Amen. Well, He also is the author and the finisher, the developer and the finisher of your faith. And what He started, He'll always finish. And He'll never finish it on a negative. Amen. Hmm? Is anybody in this house this makes any sense to whatsoever? Well, the purpose of all that, he sends his word and then he works with his word and confirms that word. First of all, I believe with the witness of the Holy Ghost. See, because it, it, it has to be believed on the inside in order to be received, so to speak, out here where, you know, it, that's the after effect. But the, 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 what God does so much of the time, you know, uh, uh, is in the realm of the unseen and then appears in the, what he does is he deals with the root. He cuts off the old one, replaces it with a new one. Amen. Start, starts to uh, grow something new there. And then the fruit is the evidence of what's in the root. Amen. Are you, are you hearing? And there's some stuff, the, the, the prophetic word a lot of times, and that's what this is, 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 that, is that God will speak a thing, and but in a declarative fashion, is saying, I'm going to do this. This is what I'm doing. And he says it before it happens, so that we know when it happens, it was God. Amen. He confirms his word with the works that follow, the signs that, really miracles, the Bible says, that follow us. Now, uh, but the working of the word, he told Jeremiah, he said, now listen, he said, you got to understand the first thing that the word does, he said, is I've got to, he goes, I've got to tear up, tear down, root out the old, he said, in order to make place for the new, before I can, before I can build up, and bring new. Does that make sense to you? Amen. Amen. So, how many of you uh, here today are ready to let go of your doubts? Amen. Now let's realize, you know, uh, and God's a good, you know, whatever. I mean, he'll anesthetize you as much as is necessary. You know, so many times I think that... Uh, that folks uh, uh, come into church and, and, they, and they're hurt by church because they expect, you know, uh, they come in hurt and they expect to just get pounded on and then leave hurting. You know, pain is an indicator something's not right. The good news is when you come in here, he carried your pain, so he's ready to get rid of that. He's just ready to carry that away from you. Amen. Not, not carry on with it, you know, oh, you poor little, religion tells you poor little thing. Don't call me poor now when God's called me rich. That ought to be an indicator right there. Hold up just one second there now. See, you're describing somebody that I'm not. Amen. Well, you're just a worm. Well, you know, if I'm a worm, I'm a grub. Same difference. And that little grub got in that cocoon. Amen. Got transformed and now he's a beautiful butterfly. Yeah. So I'll go that far with you. 
If I was, I didn't stay there long. Amen. God's still working on me. But you see how religion robs us of certain things, really, of the realities of God. Amen. Oh, that makes sense to y'all. Should make sense, shouldn't it? You know, shouldn't there be an expectation that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever? And if he did it then, he did it. The Bible says he healed them all. Well, you know, you know, there's a lot of things that go along with a death sentence on your life. There's a lot of things that go along if, if, with a handicap on your life. There's a lot of things. There are, uh, there are some things that are easily fixed on the outside, but not easily fixed on the inside. Are you listening? There's a reality of pain and suffering. Are you hearing? That goes beyond what they can, uh, what they can uh, measure or give you something to fix on the outside. Isn't that true? But I'm going to tell you what now. Uh, you know, I'll tell you the, uh, uh, the Lord, uh, you know, the pain is not from God. The healing's from God. And how we know that we're here, we'll, uh, the pain will go. The pain will leave. It will cease. It will diminish and it will cease. Some of it immediately. Some, now listen, some of it as... Uh, depending on how deep the, uh, the root, it might take a few days. But take the good medicine. Keep hearing the truth. Let God build faith. Once we get, right, when we get the doubt out, faith can come. When you hear this time, you'll believe. You can receive because faith will come. And doubt won't rob it from you anymore. Because we got the root of that, that uh, bitterness. Now... now Understand what I'm saying. Nobody needs to know any of your personal business whatsoever. But I'm going to tell you what. Now, I've had some things in my life. You know, until I got in a new situation that pressed on that, I didn't realize that there was a root or that there, or that, uh, or that, uh, um, that that was the real problem. I thought this outside thing, these people, this situation, this circumstance that just, you know, I mean, truth be known, you know, I'm angry about that. I don't even know why I don't like you. I just don't like you. You know what I'm saying? And then religion, you go, well, I just don't like what you're doing. Why? Because, you know, uh, and, and here's the thing. And I believe what they're doing or what's happening trumps. What God's doing and what God wants to make happen. The root of bitterness has, caused, has cast a shadow of doubt. I'm double-minded and I'm in pain. <laughs> I got all this fruit. I, it's just, you know, crab apples. Are you listening? Don't even make good jelly. I mean, just crab apples. Bitter, sour, dry, nasty stuff. You know what I'm saying? How many of you know there's some nasty stuff? That when the squeeze gets on, some nasty stuff comes out. I'm the only one here. That's all right. Well, you know, stuff gets infected, doesn't it? Stuff we carry for years and years and years. And then we're surprised when it erupts. You get a rise and it erupts. What's wrong? Something's down in there that needed to come out. 
and healing can't happen totally, wholeness, until that's out of there. Amen. Let me help you one more time. Pastor Ron's going to come. How many of you have, are, are in situations right now that your whole prayer is, God, let me out of here? Yeah, come on. Nobody knows the trouble you've seen. And that's fine. I mean, that is honestly fine. But we put on a, a face, you know. But you know the doctor's like that, doesn't he? Just, he'll start. Does that hurt? Does that hurt? But when he hits the place that do hurt, you know, you go in and say, I'm hurting. Well, where are you hurting? Well, in this general area. And then he really hits the spot. Then, then, then we, it's been identified. Something's not right. And we trust the doctors that, they're, that they, they want to do good. They want to help us. The pain is not good. Hurting's not good. It's not normal. Isn't that right? Why hurt when you can be healed? Why hurt when you can be healed? I think this is especially uh, true of we're, we're, we're made to believe, we're made to hope, we're made to dream, we're, we're, we're made for greater things. It's built in. It's just built on the inside of us. And how the devil tries to destroy the hopes and the dreams, thwart the desires, lower the expectations. To just, I mean, get us to the place where we're just a mud puddle of, 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 of mediocrity to the degree that we really have not much expectation whatsoever because it's too painful tried that and it didn't work out. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm going to tell you what now. Sometimes the longer uh, that seed of doubt and fear, disappointments, all that is allowed to linger. Just brush it off. Oh well. You know. And it's not tended to, then the stronger it becomes. And it really literally becomes a stronghold in our life. And so then when God comes along and speaks a, a now word that says, This time is different. This time I'm gonna give you victory. This time. Now listen to now listen to me. That you hear that, you know. Uh, with that root still there and this time ain't going to be any different than any other time are you listening so we won't even try anymore unresponsive just I can't do it anymore God. Paul said this uh, he talked about he said you know he said when we uh, he said he said, we're going to have plenty of hard times as a Christian. He said, we can't just expect good times. There are going to be some hard times. He said, but if we, he said, but if we'll stay with Jesus in the hard times, through the hard times, 
He said, oh, we'll also get to share with him in the good times. And then he went on to say, he said, I don't want you to be in the dark. He said, man, I've had some hard times. He said, man, when I went down to a certain place, talk about Asia, he said, I went down there. And, and he could have, what he was, what's inferred there was, oh, I had such high hopes and dream and, and just could envision. And he said, man, he said, it was anything but what I had hoped or wanted it to be. He said, he said we, one translation said, we were pressed, we were under such pressure and we were pressed out of measure. In other words, he said, I, he said, I, used all the believing that I could use and he said he said even to the place he said we just want I wanted to die and none of you have ever been there but you know what you know what listen to me be careful because the dream of God is built on the inside of you and when you feel like that it has died you want to die you need to listen to me today when, the, when a place of no hope is when the hope of God goes out in your life. The Bible says then, then it's a, has an attachment to be without God in this world is to be without hope in this world. And when the devil casts a shadow of doubt on God, say, God's not going to do it this time. You're, God's not doing it. Look at all the evidence. It's not happening and, and God's the one that's allowing it not to happen. Come on now. Are you hearing? But Paul, he said, uh, he said, I want to be honest with you. He said, we didn't think we were going to make it. So he said, we were forced to totally trust in God. <laughs> Isn't that something that we find ourselves following God? Obeying God, believing God, that we might find ourselves in a place, a hard place, under such pressure. And the only conclusion is that we are absolutely forced to trust totally in God because we can't trust in ourselves. I'm not believing, I'm doubting more than I'm believing. You know what I'm saying? I got more doubts than belief. You see, more fears than faith. Anybody listen to what I'm saying? But he said, but you know what? That turned out that that was the best thing that could have ever happened. He said, because he said, we found a God who could be trusted. The God who raises the dead. How he came to know resurrection power is he needed resurrection power. That's exactly right. There might be a couple of people on uh, in this place that life and things have pressed you so far down and so far back and in the oh, yeah. and in the uh, and in the corner. You know, it just feels like it's just suffocating. You. Yes, 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 yes. It's just, it's just suffocating the pressing the life of God right out of you. Oh, yeah. That I mean, you, you know. Oh, you know. Oh, yeah. I got good news for you today. 
I've got good news for you today. Amen. I found a God that never leaves or never forsakes us. I found a God that the moment we cry out and say, I will trust you, Lord. Oh, yeah. Because I'm in an only God. Only God. Only God. Only God. See? I can't do it. Nobody else can do it. Only God. Because when you get into an only God, are you listening? Get down to the bedrock and the foundation of the truth. We only trust in the Lord. Only trust in Him. Only He can do that. Now listen. Listen to me. Then only He gets the glory, doesn't He? Only He gets the glory, see? Because too much glory where you and I are concerned, you know, we tend to take it, don't we? And we know what that winds up happening. Isn't that right? It's hard to be in a situation that only God will get the glory for. Only God. Because this self-preservation, this self-handling, this I'll take care of it myself if nobody else will, including you, God, I'll just have to. I'm a, and the devil will lie to you say, you're on your own. No, you're not. That's right. No, you're not. God Amen. Anybody here like that today? You might be in the right place today. This might be that God has heard your cry. That deep, deep cry. Amen. And that God has answered. Yes, And that God brought you to this place today. An intersection of understanding. God says, I know. I see. I understand. And I want you to know me as the God who knows and the God who sees and the God who understands. Amen. <laughs> He's done that for every one of us here today. Sometimes things happen in service you don't understand. Now listen to me. But it might be for somebody else's understanding that God is speaking to them. The good news is, don't worry, He's going to heal all of us. He heals all of us. He'll touch every one of us because He cares about each one of us. Amen. Personally and practically and very powerfully. I want to just simply do this as a matter of agreement and alignment with this assignment today. God uh, is going to do what He's going to do. Now this word, there's a working. There's a working. Every person in this house that the struggle with the, these doubts, I'm going to announce a breakthrough here today. I'm going to announce a liberty to you today. Let's let's let God get that root. Let's God let God deal with that. Amen. And I'm going to tell you what. Like I said, some stuff is you don't even know how deeply it has. Uh, affected you amen but uh, you know but the fruit of it well I wasn't born on the right side of the track I wasn't my birth was a mistake this and that and the other kind of stuff and it makes you question your identity and God and your worthiness amen God knew when you'd be born who you'd be born to where you'd be born God just wanted you born 
Are you listening? And the, and the first birth, listen, the first birth, though as important as it is, life itself and the natural, the rebirth changes everything. What matters most is, are you reborn? Amen. Born of God. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.